Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. A-10 basketball. George Washington, head coach, Caroline McCombs. We go way back, coach, and I'm so glad you could join us on Nothing But Net. Thanks for being here. Awesome. It's so great to see you and have you have be here with you. I know. So, um, like, how's it going? Like, break it down for us. Like, how are the holidays? How's uh, the portal? How's recruiting? How's NIL? How's the whole thing shaping up for you? Like, let's just yeah. go right for it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're always juggling here, uh, wearing a lot of hats, um, trying to put all of those pieces together. Um, you know, A-10 is, is super competitive, you know, right now as we head into conference play. I think, of course, always wanting to enjoy the holidays um, are important to get home, spend time with family and friends. So we did that before we started um, A-10 play this year. Um, but it's it's been very competitive. You can't relax on any given night. Anything no. can happen. Um, that's why we love to coach and, and try to uh, teach and get our teams as, as good as we can come tournament time. Are you finding yourself right now at this point of the season? Because I think most coaches would are doing one or the other. They're either teaching or they're problem solving, you know, finding solutions, um, you know, solutions to all kinds of adversity and things that you might deal with off the court, which we don't want to talk about here. We want to talk about stuff like from an offensive standpoint, you know, what, or defensive, you know, what are some of the, the things that we're trying to teach and trying to, to solve? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think we're definitely doing our best to teach and problem solve. Uh, we are just came off of a bye week and, um, you know, had a competitive game last night where the outcome wasn't what we wanted. And so, as a coaching staff, you know, we're back to the drawing boards, trying to figure out that those answers uh, to the test to come up uh, with a good game plan to teach our team, you know, for tomorrow's practice. And so um, offensively hasn't been our strongest suit this year, really struggling to put the ball in the basket. And so how can we figure out um, better ways, you know, to do that and help our team be more successful on the offensive end? So um, I'm excited to, to get back and, and work on all of those things, you know, with our team. Uh, spreading the floor, spacing the floor, um, I think is going to be really important for us. I know we have shooters that can put the ball in the basket, um, which always helps when you can put the ball on the floor with that great spacing. So really trying to be better in both of those areas. If I recall from last year, our conversation and the last time you and I talked, I think you were trying to install a new offense. So you were bringing new concepts to your team and you're trying to, to mesh the personnel you had with what you wanted to run. And then this year, I'm assuming you're trying to do the same things because it takes some time to install what you wanted to install. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think uh, that was really fun. You know, last year, I think um, you know, we only graduated one person, but she was very dynamic. So just sort of understanding uh, when you have players that can or, or a specific player that really um, can hit a shot late in the clock and just uh, sort of make those those plays, it really uh takes a lot of pressure off of everybody else to have to score if they're more of a role player than a go-to player. And so I think that um, we have some different pieces this year, again, kind of going back to the spacing the floor more um, mm -hmm. when we've been playing more two dominant post players uh, that hasn't allowed us to get the spacing that we need. And so as those are both two very good players for us, um, it hasn't helped our team to be successful um, or as successful as we want to be. So 
Um, we're looking at that to do some things differently. Um, and we have some veteran guards and so they, they know the system. And so, uh, we just need to play a little bit better, just a little bit better. Right. It doesn't yeah. take a lot, but you know, those little mistakes go a long way. No, I, I think, uh, you know, this time of year, like you're, you know, in the summer, you're putting your concepts in and you're trying to get in the best shape you can be in. And then as the season goes on, you're, you're trying to maintain your conditioning or try to elevate it. And, you know, um, Playing with two posts is one way that will present some challenges for other teams. Playing with one post presents some other challenges based on the style of play that you want to play. So that's that's what I love about your flexibility to find a way. That's why I say teach and problem solve, because I think they kind of go together when you're, you know, in conference play and you're going to play some teams, you know, um, you know, it, it, where you play them and when you play them always matters. Right. Absolutely. And and just the matchup, right? Some teams you just match up with better than others. Um, I think we have the personnel to match up against some different teams, which is something I enjoy about, you know, coaching is you have so many different players on your roster to be able to match up, you know, with different teams is always important. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're going into a stretch where we're gonna have, you know, three games in a seven day span. Um, so those those the rest and the uh, being healthy and uh, being able to be our best is really important and be fresh. Rest and reps. That's something I hear a lot of coaches talking about this time of year. When you're trying to galvanize your group and figure out what it is that you're going to do next, I know you fall back on certain experiences or certain peers or mentors that have been a part of helping you in your journey, Coach McCombs. Like when you start thinking about some of the people that have helped you along the way or people that you know that you can pick up the phone and call and say, hey, uh, I need an out-of-bounds play or uh, I need a scheme better on this particular personnel. Like, uh, how, how do you go about continuing to maintain the student part of what you do? Sure, I've already uh, been on my lifeline, you know, last night, this <laughs> morning, uh, you know, with, with one of my, you know, great mentors, Keith Freeman, who's at, you know, New Mexico State right now and we run a similar type of offense too and um yeah just people that you can lean on when you need support and friends to talk to and bounce ideas off of and right we're on different time zones so they had a game late last night so just being able to connect you know with him today um was great but there's just so many people in this business that want to help you be your best uh that it's important to maintain those relationships how do you emotionally stay in the middle? This game is uh, challenging. It's hard to win. And, and it is a margin of error that is so small, like you said before, just like getting a little bit better. Like, How do you stay in the middle and not get too high or too low? What are some of the things that you go to that keeps you sort of, you know, like focused but not crazy? Yeah, I, I just think sometimes you need a really good night's sleep, you know, and uh... – <laughs> To wake up and just sort of feel refreshed. I mean, prayer always helps, um, you know, just trying to stay grounded, uh, keep everything in perspective. Every day is a new day, new opportunity, um, right? Because our team takes on our demeanor. And so just really wanting them to feel like they're excited to come to practice every day and they want to be around their teammates and have that kind of an experience. I think that means so much to walk into that gym every day either after a win after a loss and really want to be around the people that you're with every day i had read something recently I'm, I'm personally trying to read 15 minutes a day and i know that sounds crazy but finding 15 minutes right is is challenging 
And one of the things that popped up in something I was reading was about endorphins. And I, I was thinking about, you know, like the energy that it requires to do what we're doing and to maintain it at a high level and be the leader and take care of yourself and to make sure that, you know, you, you are doing the things that you just said, where, where do you get the endorphin boost? Because we all need it. Like what's your endorphin go-to? I don't mean like, you know, a cup of coffee or, uh, you know, uh, some sort of power drink. I'm like, there's gotta be something like, what, what is it for you? Um, I'm trying to, what is my endorphin? I don't know. I mean, I've, like you said, trying to read a little bit is, is really good. I think it does put some things in perspective. Uh, maybe listening to something from John Gordon or Inky Johnson, you know, sort of kind of inspires me, gets yeah. me back to, you know, where I need to be. Those two people are so positive uh, that they just kind of fuel me, give me the energy that I need to project uh, to my team. I wish John Gordon would have me on his podcast one day because right up here. Yeah, that's, I love it. You know, I don't have the new new ones yet, but yeah, uh, I definitely yeah, I think I have uh, my book right here, The One Truth. And, yeah. you know, I really enjoy that. My, my word for uh, 2024 is whole. And, um, you know, just kind of an acronym that he has, you know, in his book that, uh, you know, just is inspiring me every day. That's a project, not a project, but that's an activity that our team does every year. Um, we pick a word, we paint, we reflect, we talk about it. Um, it's been really powerful. I've probably done it for seven years. I have my words all throughout my office here and I love looking at them, seeing them. Uh, I think here I have a little rock. Yeah. Uh, you know, with my word for the year and we have a painting um, in our locker room that everybody does that just, uh, you know, just allows you to think about what's important to you and you have your, your teammates and people around you to uh, support you and hold you accountable to that as well. You know, in the um, Notre Dame locker room, I think it's play like champions, right? They slap the board yeah. when they come out of football players. You know, is that something that you guys are like, everybody gets a touch on that board. So it just keeps you like, everybody's got their word on there. That's kind of cool. Yeah. They're actually just like, uh, you know, maybe like a eight by eight little painting um, that we have. That's kind of in our open space in our locker room. Um, but when we walk out of our locker room, we actually, there's a stone right there. We pound the stone. So we pound the stone and then there's a wall um, above us. And, and that's kind of what we do when we walk out of, um, you know, our locker room. See, this is what I absolutely love about this podcast is because we never know what direction we're going to go. So here's my 15 minutes today. I know you're in um, D.C. Yeah. But in the state of Virginia, this is the lieutenant governor. Awesome. Yeah. Winsome Earl Sears. And so I saw her on a CBS Sunday morning show telling her story. And I was watching it with my husband and I was like, wow, what a powerful story. That woman seems amazing. Uh, and she was talking about her book. And then Santa Claus gave it to me for Christmas. So <laughs> trying to read it. So it's yeah. very interesting. Uh, I think she's a phenomenal leader. And she's got, I mean, I don't, I'm not going politics or anything like that, but I've really enjoyed reading her story. Um, so, so it's people like that that are inspiring, I think, because uh, I got hooked on interested in her story because she's a former Marine and she's from Jamaica and she, values education and that's sort of her platform and I value education sometimes. 
So it depends <laughs> on which one, which one of my boys in the education it, it, it is. But um, so, so Caroline, so to, to wrap it up here, like, it's so fun. Like we have to, you know, um, keep staying in touch and, and keep an eye on what you're doing. You and I have a history that goes way back. And I feel like every time I have a coach on uh, our podcast, we have a history because um, we've all been around the game so much and we've cared about it for so much. If you could do one or two things right now to re-energize your team and get them, you know, always trying to keep them focused, what, what would be a couple of things you would do right now that would be good for all of us to consider? Like, I love your word whole. Um, but like if you're speaking to the masses in the game, what are a couple of things this time of year that you really think your team and everyone could benefit from? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking like we need to fuel their mind with the positive things like a highlight tape, you know, a highlight reel of them doing things that they do really well. You know, I just want them to when they go to bed at night, they're visualizing the things that they do well on the court. You know, I feel like we we recognize our mistakes and our errors and, and blow those up so much that we don't focus on what we do well and so at this time of year you know when things haven't gone your way like what is how do you train your mind to know what you can do and be able to do that really well and so that's something that i want us to be able to bring into you know our practice tomorrow is just having that you know mindset and then i think we just need to reset we just need a reset button, you know? Um, we haven't started off as well as we want to in A-10 play, but I we've played really good competition. So I don't want to take anything away from, from us or the teams we've played. Uh, basketball's not going to get any easier as we keep going because all the coaches have really good scouts, but we just need to hit the reset button. I know who we are. I know who we can continue to become. Well, it has been fun playing show and tell with you today on Nothing But Net. So thank you for all your props and visuals that you provided. And I've done the same thing. And I love that. That's what I love about spending time with, with the coaches. So thank you so much, Caroline McCombs, the head coach at George Washington, for being on Nothing But Net with us. Thank you, Debbie, for having me. Always great to see you and catch up.